2: Everyone to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we are covering Starcade 1988 Part One. So we're gonna break it in half. That took place December 26, 1988, from the Scope in Norfolk, Virginia, with uh, Tony Schiavone calling it the Super Bowl of wrestling. But before we get into that, I gotta welcome in Doc and Harper. Doc, how are you?
3: Damn right, we're gonna break it in half. <laughs> get it. Yeah. Have a fun, what? No. Uh, I'm oh, doing yeah, great, bro. man. <clears throat> Another week in quarantine. Uh, I need a haircut. Yeah. It's starting to, get hot, starting to get summer hot outside.
4: Yeah, because I need a new pair of fucking hair clippers to shave my head. I'm like, fuck. Have fun. I probably can't even find a pair.
2: Amazon, bruh.
4: Yeah, that's true, huh? I keep forgetting about might... old Amazon.
2: But it but it might take forever to come in. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, Harper, okay. how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine.
2: Thoughts it's... and prayers, dog, or no?
4: Thoughts and prayers. It's just like everyone else, and they're like, we're going to reopen the country. Yeah, you first, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> I ain't going out there. Fuck you. It's kind of like, <laughs> hey let's taste this milk i think it's gone bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i can smell it from over here i'm gonna i'm on pass Yeah. It's now like. Look, I, I, hey let me say something if you're out there in one of those quote-unquote essential businesses i do have some legitimate thoughts and prayers for you because that's tough and i understand that. yeah i'm very fortunate in that i i have a job that allows me to ride this thing out and i plan on doing exactly that
2: i ain't going nowhere
4: Dude, I was, I'm, I was at the grocery store looking at these poor bastards still working, and I'm thinking, man, y'all are dodging bullets like a motherfucker. Every- and you don't even
2: know
3: when they're coming, right?
2: It's like, well, it's like an invisible landmine. I mean, that's what they're walking through daily.
3: It's like so the- anyway, we could we could bring everybody down, or we could lift everybody up. I got to tell you, I've been excited all week to do this because, hey, you know, this ain't 1985. But this is still Starcade. Yeah, this it is ain't, legit. And it ain't 89, so that means it's still going to be good. I've been ready to go on this all week. This is Tony Schiavone's fucking right. This is the Super Bowl of fucking wrestling. I got frustrated with the boy a few minutes ago. I said, I'm excited. Why? Because I'm getting ready to go talk about Starcade 88. What's that? Well, you see, son, it's just the best thing, it's even better than WrestleMania. No, it's not. Nothing's better than <laughs> that. Really? Jesus. It's the granddaddy of them all. It is. I powerbombed him into, his, into the couch and came back here and cracked open a cold beer and got ready to go. I mean, this is legitimate. We've been waiting on this for a year.
2: We really have, man. And this you know? we're
3: still in that era where it ain't every month. We haven't had one of these in months. Great American yeah. Bash,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, y- no, yeah, you got the Bash, but I, we, we've had the, the clashes too, but what yeah, I was going to say was...
3: it's already it's already the fourth clash, and they've realized that this is some bullshit, and it ain't worth it, so...
2: But this is the fourth pay-per-view, pay-per-view of the year, so they have gone up, obviously, for this year, but yeah, you're right, it's still, I mean, it's Starcade, and and to me, uh, God, when we get to 89, we will really appreciate 88 Starcade. I'll leave it at that.
3: mm well, do you do you want to go ahead and, and shout out some people and then throw it back to me for the spizot light?
2: Yeah, I actually got a bunch. Um, like I told y'all, we had, uh, based on what's going on with the pandemic, a bunch of Patreon members had to drop out. And, uh, you know... No offense taken, you take care of yourself and your family, but uh, we do have a bunch of new patrons. Before I talk about them, I will mention, uh, shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, and Joe Ice for your generous patronage each and every month, basically the sponsors of this show. And then I want to shout out these new Patreon members because we really did have a... Uh, I I guess people stimulus is hit this week. I don't uh. know, <laughs> but uh, we we're glad you chose us if that's what it yeah. was. But no, seriously, thank you, uh, Patrick. No last name given. Patrick, thanks for joining up on Patreon. Enjoy those shows, Mark. Uh, new Patreon member. Thanks for joining as well, Rick Carter. Uh, Daniel Wheeler, Tyler Tennell, thanks for joining. Jims Ramon, thanks for joining. And Chuck Scum, which I believe Chuck Scum is Chuck Gunter, uh, Harper. I what, think what that's kind of, Chuck.
3: What kind of name is Chuck Scum? <laughs> Bro, I mean, have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of? Do you,
2: do you want 19... to describe your friend uh, Chuck Chuck uh, Harper?
4: Right. He shaved his head and he... He shaved his beard off. He looks nothing like... He could walk by me right now. I wouldn't know who who the fuck he is. He looks like he, Uncle
3: Fester. Is he into punk rock? Is that the scum piece of this? or? Yeah, I mean, probably. I Because mean, it sounds like somebody from some 1978 English punk band. Like the bass player for the Sex Pistols or something?
4: Something like that.
2: Bruh, <laughs> if he really shaved his head and beard, I wouldn't recognize him.
4: He looks nothing like what he what he used to he looks like
3: uncle fester well let me just say this i was listening to eric bischoff's latest podcast and he said he said that that they have the most sophisticated smartest uh listeners in the in the in the his word the industry and uh i thought about it for a second and i thought about our patrons and i realized he was probably right
2: Wah wah wah! That went over <laughs> like a fart in church.
3: Hey, um, so this will come out afterwards, but tomorrow night's the NFL draft, right? Yeah, we're gonna find out if Jerry can fuck it up from home just like he could at the, at the war room. So, so how are they doing it? They're gonna have two cans with a string tied between them, and they yell real loud into it. I guess. Yeah. How
2: are they? How are they doing it? Can you imagine some of these old farts trying oh, to work Ron with Rivera technology? He,
3: didn't Ron Rivera say his wife and kids were gonna help him? They're gonna fucking Did, draft Teddy Ruxpin,
2: bro. The, I, <laughs> you know who the IT departments will be for these drafts with these old farts at home? It's gonna be their their kids helping Did them. You,
3: did you see that the the Lions are bringing in an IT mobile unit to sit outside the house? And that's crazy.
2: They need to. These like these old just guys. It's gonna be like
4: how it was like in the forties, with, with a guy, with a kids just sitting at his house and they're just, hey, you, you got picked by the by the Pittsburgh Steelers,
2: bro. Back then, I think you found out the next day. You didn't even find out that day.
4: Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I guess so. Thoughts and prayers, oh, yeah. dog.
3: Hey, I'm going to be watching every second of it because I got nothing else to do.
2: Hey, Doc, I got. Uh... I got one. You you ain't, you ain't lying about that. I got one more thing, Doc. Uh, Ryan and Auburn and Kenny Byersdorf. Shout out both of you to both of you. You're our fans in the Great Northwest up there. You guys bumped up your pledges recently on Patreon. I just want to say thank you. And as your favorite QB and one of my favorite players in the NFL always says, "Let's be great." Thank you, Ryan and Kenny. And well, uh, yeah, I just want to give you a big shout out. Also, I think Doc might even have something about this. Kenny, thank you for the uh, big five star review on apple podcast from well that,
3: shut up that's the actual so kenny is it is now like the tv champ he's going to defend his docaholic spotlight of the week because <laughs> he left a very nice uh beautiful some if people are talking about it people say that it's beautiful um apple review and i was going to read it because here's the thing <laughs> if you're if you're going through hard times And you can't be a patron, Mike said. Hey, look, you know you gotta take care of your family. That—that's our official. I don't agree with that. Harper doesn't agree with that. We think you should figure it out, but it's our
4: official (laughs) show (laughs)
2: position.
4: Yeah, balance
3: your budget, dog. It's not that hard.
2: Yeah, Harper, as you're sitting at home furloughed, go ahead. You you go ahead.
4: Sell off some of your shit. Sell off all your little fucking. Your fucking little WWF figures still in the package. It's gonna be worth something, you know. Put that shit on fucking eBay. See what happens.
3: So, but but the official show position is hey you got to take care of your family, but there is still something you could do and that is giving us reviews because that's free. And Kenny Byersdorf wrote us a uh, it says it's the first review he's ever written. Uh, incredible show! I'd give it six stars if I could. Mike, Doc, and Harper are the only podcast I am a patron for Patreon for. And I actually need to bump it up. So apparently he did that. So he wasn't just bullshitting. The boys are the best thing out there. That's true. Uh, They talk like me and my friends, and I appreciate (laughs) the non-PC conversation. You guys are the best. Keep up the great work. Kenny Byersdorf. What a keeper. What a keeper.
2: He is. He's a keeper. What's his favorite sports team. Uh, let's be great Seahawks, I believe. It must. That let's be great. Now Harper, he did say, don't you don't bring up he and Ryan's name because the last time you brought up a name uh, out of the blue, uh, actually, Doc, I think it was you when you mentioned Joe Diffie and. Uh, no, that was uh,
3: that was uh, Harper. Harper yeah. killed. Harper killed Joe I Diffie. Killed, I, I killed Joe Diffie. <laughs> Harper <laughs> <and> mentally <laughs> mentally summons the virus and. and... Bro, I,
4: I just hope no one comes in here looking like George Strait because I. <laughs> That would break my fucking
3: heart,
2: When's the last time you heard Joe Diffie's name doc seriously before Hopper said it?
3: <laughs> it had been years. I mean, I know yeah. who he was from that stupid third rock from the sun song, but yeah, I know who he was, but no I he hit that I think he hit the county fair circuit after his big hit, so um, gotcha speaking of uh death, uh we had a re- wrestling death, huh who? Uh, Scott Bowden.
2: I thought you were going to bring up even more than that. There's so like this was the week of deaths.
3: Who oh, else? Oh yeah, the, that's true. Huh? The Fink.
2: Uh, yeah, the Fink. Huh? Fink. Um, he passed away. Joe Petticino that did um, pro wrestling this week. Uh, Never before with, uh, has
3: a man outkicked his coverage with a woman more than he did with Bonnie. Raw,
2: that big old round dude. All respect as I say that.
3: He must have you, had a you, fucking tuna can a mile no. long hanging out of his pants. That's nice.
2: No, you know what that proves? He has some game.
3: He was a nice Italian
2: man. He really was. There you go. So Pedicino passed. Fink passed. Uh, um, I'm missing one besides Scott. Oh my God, he was he was an older gentleman. Uh, Dick. Um, oh God, what the hell was his last name? Doc. I'm drawing a blank. Don't email me. I'm gonna find out as soon as I'm done with this. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
4: Don't you hate that, bitch? I got Google too, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't. Need, I don't need you to tell me.
0: <laughs> Come on. died of tagged.
2: I just hate it low where low like, tw- if I
4: say, "Well, yeah, with Doug Williams, he won us the Super Bowl in 1987," and, and they're like, "No, it was 1988. It was 19." 90- Shit! The just stop. It's not that important.
2: You got all swelled re- up in the chest.
3: <laughs> it's really not. Are you talking about Steinborn?
2: Yes. Thank you,
3: Dicky Steinborn.
2: There are a lot of people died this week, man. It's crazy.
3: Boy, no kidding. But it's like nine eleven every day around this piece. You
2: There's know so- pe- that that Pedicino thing, though. I I just did a a review of the pro wrestling this week with Lance, and we we covered one of those Pedicino. I thought y'all yeah, ex- were
3: world class.
4: What are y'all doing? Yeah, we're we a did- double dipping motherfucker. How many I'm people old- you fucking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Okay. Let me tell you something. That pro wrestling that that, that pro wrestling show was was like awesome. the ESPN of.
3: you damn right it was.
2: Of the wrestling world, it was damn good. Man, they went through every damn territory in one hour. And and I know it sounds crazy in 1987. You say, well, how many territories were there? I mean, there were still World Class, there were still UWF, there was still Portland, um Memphis. So like they they WWF, they Crockett, uh, JCP, they went around the bend, man. They covered every last one of them and showed like snippets of, of of one match from all of them. So basically, they showed the big match from the week from every single territory. It's pretty damn cool. Anyway, yeah, I that's mean, that awesome. That, that, yeah, you damn right it was. It was like Pro Wrestling Illustrated except on air.
4: Because, because I mean you never saw all the promotions on television it was either one of them was for this one and one of them was for that one yeah and, and, in,
2: 1980, and in 1987 Harper me and you were lucky to get the TBS with Crockett we no, were lucky fuck. to get UWF that was going to
4: happen well,
2: what I'm saying is in where we were at we only got three world class UWF mm. and TBS uh, you know JCP um, doc only got world-class, uh, he probably, no, nah, he would've got UWF by then, but he would've got world-class UWF and JCP, but you would've never seen the rest of it though. You'd have never seen Memphis. You'd never seen Portland, all the other places they went to. Um, so um, anyway, uh, WWF, we all got that too, but you know, we don't, we don't count that in 1987. So there's that anyway, that's nice. Uh, lots of stuff going on. All right. Uh, are we ready doc to get into Starcade?
3: Man, I can't wait. This is just the excitement of it all. What?
2: So, no, it it very much is exciting. So man, all right.
3: it is. They come in, and I was like, "Dude, I remember we talked about last week. Big fight feel. Well, yeah, shit. Every match is great.
4: Uh, hold on. What? Well, wait. Well, I mean,
2: there's I mean, only do one with Jyd.
4: Yeah, you
2: know? right. There, there's only one that's not. But I mean, he's on to something. It's every match. So. All right, we'll get started with it. Again, this is part one, part two will be next week because that's what we've done when we did 85, 86, 87 when we got to them. So we'll jump into it. With this show, we got Tony Schiavone and Magnum. They're hosting the show up high with uh, uh, in, in the arena. And then we'll have Jim Ross and Bob Cottle on the call. Uh, they tell us that we have five titles on the line tonight. And then uh, we got Gary Michael Capetta is the ring announcer. It's always nice to see Bob Cottle on the call. Hopper. Before we start talking wrestling, though, well, I'm... One minute I'm,
3: and 40 seconds, pal. I know where you're going.
2: All right. Let's 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 see. get to it. One we've minute and... This, f-
3: we've done this long enough that I know what that means. All There's
2: right. A- so
3: What's up, girl? she is. She looks good for today. Yeah, she's an attractive woman.
2: The but- question is, is she with the dude to the left or the redneck <laughs> to the right with the green hat and the flannel shirt and the beard and the long hair? That's,
4: That's probably the... The guy that uh, looks like Brutus Beefcake.
2: Oh, the one to the left? I, okay, I think... Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. That's him. Uh, So, uh, Doc, up, you bro? got any questions for Harper about this one?
4: She's... Mm. She could have been a plant, bro.
3: That's what I was thinking. She yeah. didn't buy a ticket to this.
4: Yeah, like she's not a fan. She, she didn't come in here to see who was going to be the next you know, world champion
3: or the next TV champion. She might've come in here thinking, wondering if she was going to fuck the world champion. Oh, Whoa. Grow up. No. Can you
2: ever take things serious on this show?
3: And I take serious busting them guts out. I mean, she looks good.
2: (laughs) By the way, Uh you and I were nice and toasty on our live stream the other night. And man, we're getting a lot of requests for more drunk live streaming. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Someone, was, yeah. Someone someone messages me. They're like, "How often y'all do that?" I was like,
3: "You know, not really." I,
2: I got looked. I got a ton of messages from all the patrons. Y'all got to do that again. It was great.
3: You know, it's always uh, you can always tell when I'm drunk when you tell me I'm drunk and I go, "No, I'm not." <laughs> yeah, that's what every drunk says. <laughs> <Yes>. No, no, <laughs> he
2: made it worse. He said, "No, I'm not. I'm just tired. I've been up I all was, day." Well, congratulations, well, I everybody I would, has.
3: I was asleep 10 minutes after we logged off.
2: Not me. It took me another hour and a half.
3: I was whooped. Anyway, and I felt like ass the next day. Um, well, they so want more name? of it.
2: God damn it, this chair I'm in won't stop squeaking. I'm sorry, everybody. Get some what?
3: WD-40. I'm getting ass.
2: some. If I can ever get to a goddamn store.
3: Don't blame the chair. Blame that ass.
2: Well, Speaking of I mean, ass, or that ass, what's ass her? Or something, yeah. what's
3: this girl's name? Who?
4: On the screen. Oh, uh, Michelle. I said Mandy. Okay, I take Mandy.
2: No, Mandy would be blonde hair. This is a dark haired woman. That's not a. That's a, that's She's, not a Mandy.
4: She looks like somebody you see on TV. Like she yeah. should be on a soap opera or a I'm, guest starring spot on Family Ties
3: or something. Let me be clear. She ain't the hottest woman I've ever seen, but yeah. she might have been the hottest woman in that building, and she yeah. knows it. What's because, up, girl? Oh, y'all look at me. The scope. <laughs>
1: In She's
2: Northfield. all right. There's
3: a lot of broads in this in this place. They come back to her. What's up? girl? No, I
2: I, I rewound it so we can get a I was trying to get a.
3: <laughs> look at that thing next to her, though. In the checkerboard flannel. Yeah, That's that guy just about. doesn't even look real.
2: It's like He's a from redneck heaven. Costume. <laughs> He's a plant. I bet, she,
4: I bet she brushes her teeth with fucking close up. Remember that?
2: God, yeah. that commercial. <laughs> That's still around. Uh, it is. Oh, you just never see commercials. At least so, I don't know the last time I did. Lots of,
3: lots of broads in the audience. Um, look at all those women. Yeah. Women, That guy, kids? sweater with the...
4: Lex, this is your night to shine. There you go. There Wrestling you go. fans
2: know how to spell, too. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> look at this sign. Hold on when we come back to it.
4: Lex, <laughs> this is your night to shine. What's
3: wrong with that?
2: N-I-T-E. <laughs>
3: but they gotta fit it in, dumbass. Yeah.
2: You can fit a G and a H in there. Don't don't start with me.
3: What's that guy w- w- with the
4: H- H-D Superman? Oh, that must be know, Harley Davidson or something, huh? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, probably so.
3: Yeah. So, um, you said Gary Michael Capetta? Yes. I miss Dr. Tom Miller.
2: Well... Dr.
3: Tom Miller had that boxing feel. Um, All the belts are on the line tonight. And right here we go up to the on the Patreon feed, the video feed. We go upstairs to Shivani and Magnum. And my thought is why could they give Magnum his own mic? Could he not hold it? They probably screwed up or something.
2: Was Turner cutting cost or something?
4: No, they... Yeah, they, they just started.
2: Right, yeah. why doesn't he have a mic?
4: Yeah, they didn't feel the pinch yet. Maybe he couldn't hold it.
2: Oh, no, Doc's on to something, his right arm. So maybe, yeah, Uh-oh. maybe that's why. So that, you know, he wouldn't have to hold the mic. You know, so he's got his other hand, like, to just it would just dribble. You know, it
3: would just dribble out of his hand. That's nice.
2: You are a complete asshole. moron. Grow up. What's wrong with you?
3: Hey, do you think Shivani thought he was going to call this and then Bob Cottle sort of just whipped out his dick and said, nah, bruh, I'm Bob no. Cottle. No,
2: I think JR did. I'll oh. tell you something, Shivani. You ain't calling this match. It's going to be me and Bob Cottle, all right? You're going to sit your ass up there at Magnum and host this thing and act like you know what you're doing. I don't remember, but I'm the best goddamn it. play caller in, a, in in this game right now, and I'm calling with Bob Cottle. Is
3: that the turnbuckle at the top of the screen there? Yes. I think it is, yeah. Yeah,
2: they yeah, were shooting. Am- f-
3: amateur hour Bush League bullshit. I was sat there for a long time going,
1: the no, it's over it- and
3: over their fucking heads? It's just like a it's just like the <laughs> flying saucer. I was like, is there? Is this one of those in-ring blimps? that not too low?
1: <laughs>
2: You know yeah. how you can tell it's the turnbuckle because if you look at the bottom of the screen, you can see the ring in the, in the-, in the top of the ring skirt.
1: <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Dude, I say it all the time. Tony Schiavone says it all the time on his show. Whenever whenever they do watch alongs to this stuff, he's like, you'd figure with us being a TV company, we could get some of this stuff right. And we never can or never could. He would say that all the time. And it's true. They're shooting this. Look at it. You got the ring and you got the turnbuckle pad above them.
3: Nice. Yeah, I watched this on my phone, so I didn't see the ring skirt as much because I was having a hard time seeing anything. How come there's a baby that just ran by? <laughs> Run that back. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a run-in by a baby.
2: Mother carrying her her doll, her child. That's, yep. a,
3: that's a young baby, too. I know, Dude. down at the wrestling show. Now... <laughs>
2: Rick, then, we, then we got a little girl digging you, in our Rick, nose and, and putting her fingers in our mouth, too.
3: Rick, you told me you'd take care of this, baby. Uh, oh, how boy. come nobody, whether it's 1988, 1998, 2008, 2018, tomorrow down at the coronavirus protest, wherever you go, people don't know how to act in front of a camera. Everybody came behind Caudill and JR was acting up.
2: I mean, you're making me think about the Wolfman getting getting his ass on camera for that Smoky Mountain we did that hasn't aired yet. Jesus. But anyway, uh, how's about we keep moving along, Doc? What do
4: you I think love the Wolfman was doing at this time in
2: 1988? The Wolfman? <laughs> he was doing a lot of weed at that point, yes. I agree with Doc. Lots and lots of weed. Uh okay, Doc. Um let's get into this thing. So the first match on Starcade is a tag match. We got Doctor Death, Steve Williams, and Kevin Sullivan, the varsity club, versus the Fantastics. This match, remember, is for the NWA US tag team titles and the fantastics are the champions coming into this match the match actually goes a little over 15 minutes i do have a couple of uh, timestamps i'll play for us uh one thing i one thing i want to note before i throw it to doc and then before i go over some timestamps is jason hervey the sighting of him at the front row mm-hmm. jr recognizes him and mentions how jason is a, a busy man filming tv shows and movies and whatnot now doc let's go to you first and uh tell me what you got from this
3: yeah, I'll go up to that timestamp because I have that as well. Hervey, good god, Bischoff's
2: uh, I bottom. What? Go ahead. I... No, go ahead.
3: Bischoff's bottom bitch. That's nice. So and Sullivan is billed uh, from Singapore here, and yeah. I was just wondering what neighborhood of Boston that is.
2: I don't know. I mean, he ate the monkey brains and laid with that the was left That's in Malaysia. And all that good stuff so look bro I'm malaysia and singapore could have been the same damn country to these people all right
3: yeah was malaysia even called malaysia back then
2: bro i malaysia. don't know <laughs> yeah, maybe Google Google malaysia. It s- send it to hop
3: <laughs> or is that no i'm thinking bangladesh Maybe bangladesh is still there right i don't know one of them
4: uh Oh, God. Which was the, the one that separated it, it with, with Burma and shit, like in a Rambo movie?
3: Myanmar is a country now, right? It used to be Bangladesh, maybe? I think so. I think, I think Malaysia was still intact then and now. Anyway.
2: What do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia?
3: that, that, that. That kind of shit is how this damn virus got started. That's how this shit. That, that's, how, that's how this shit makes the leap from animals to humans, pal. Yeah. Thanks, you're, you're Thanks tongue, Kevin. Tongue kissing primates and, and animals and then eating their brains. And that's how this stupid, sorry shit keeps me in the house for months at a time.
2: All right, all right. Let's get off the so, virus and get back to Stark.
3: Did you see how. I thought it was interesting here when the match started because we're used to seeing Sullivan not even wait for the bell and just open up eight levels of hell on people. And he starts the match, and he's real cautious. And I thought that was just interesting because it's a different approach from him, is that it's not what we're used to seeing. Robert, if any thoughts? And, and, well, and if you're us, we didn't see these pay-per-views. So, I mean, he comes out hard there, but... Bobby Fulton's not going to take that forever. Yeah.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, he turns it around right here, and the baby faces get the quick pop. There, there you go. There it is. All
3: right.
2: And there's, there's, what,
3: five, five, six, seven, eight Fez presses in this some bitch.
2: There's a lot. There's a lot. This is a good match, uh, though. Um,
3: This was a good match. Now, we'll get to Her- Herbie in a minute in his broad, because he's also out kicking coverages. He's like a little Pedicino over there.
2: What's the time stamp on it? Do you have? Did you write down the number for Herbie?
3: I did. It's nine oh eight.
2: Nine oh eight. Let's let's go forward to that because then I got two timestamps. stamps. Oh, nah, shit. In the way. Hold on. The little shit. the little thing's gonna be in the way, but I'll try to pause it on it. Uh, yeah, Jason Hervey. There, there, you go. It's hard to see because of the thing in the way, but
3: never before that is Pedicino level out kicking your coverage. Is that Debbie Gibson? I don't think it's Debbie Gibson who it kind of looked like at first was Nicole Eggert. Oh, from Charles in Charge? Yeah, but I don't think that's her either. I think that's- I she was hot.
2: I don't know who the he- who? White Charles prostitute. in Charge.
3: Yeah, then, then she was on our watch. Days. He's in charge of our days and our nights. Charles that, in Charge of our wrongs and our rights.
2: I used to watch that, but I don't remember I don't remember her. Okay, so
3: the hot blonde the oldest daughter that needed to be
2: come on why (laughs) you know
3: (sighs) I mean look at him he looks like a drama nerd from your high school that everybody is waiting you know everybody else has figured out he's gay he just hasn't (laughs) and he's and he's sitting next to a broad that if Rick catches an eyeful of it. It's done. It, gone. Herbie's in trouble.
2: If Rick catches an eyeful, she's going to catch an eyeful. Wait, what? No. Well,
3: yeah. well,
2: <laughs> Grow well. up. What's wrong with you, Hopper? Well,
3: let's see how old that chick is because let's see how old Herbie is and we'll see what kind of pedophile you think Rick is. All right, J- Jason Hervey in 1988 was 16 years old. See, there
2: you go. Y'all need to leave that girl alone. She probably wasn't even of age yet. What? See. Okay, now let's get into this. Harper, while I go to this first timestamp, I got to play. Uh, what um? What do you have? any from this, if anything,
4: it's just, it's they. Well, this is when they. I thought they st- the. Uh... The Fantastic started off hot, no?
2: They did. They did. I fast-forwarded. Okay. They did. I fast-forwarded to it when because um, we're about to see a, 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 a nice spot right here. So Bobby makes the tag to Tommy, and then I thought the reason I wanted to play this, listen to the crowd right here when Tommy Rogers goes for the splash and Sullivan gets his feet up.
0: Well, that was a life or a death situation for Fulton. He didn't have any other choice. Tag made Tommy Rogers now rest. Oh he came right into the foot of Kevin Sullivan, the veteran. Ten made it in Boston. Sullivan minutes. up top. Ten minutes down the Sullivan slammed off the top rope.
2: Just right here. And now
0: Tommy Rogers may do some fly-
2: rogers Sullivan got his feet up when Rogers was coming for that splash, and that crowd was like, "Oh, yeah, that looked good." Yeah, they were into it too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, what 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 else did you have from this Harper before I play this? This is just
3: fucking great, bro. I love all this shit. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of questions. How great is it that in 1988, still there you go, Bobby Fulton? comes to his pay-per-view match with a bandage on his head already. And it's not its not like part of a big angle. He's just been out the night before getting his ass whooped in some small town, right? Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Se- second of all, here's a discussion question since we're looking at Dr. Death in the, in the ring. Was Dr. Death the first and the prototype for Brock Lesnar? He could be. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: You mean as a wrestler, as an amateur?
3: He had the amateur background. He was freakishly strong. Bill just, you know, he didn't lose for 10 years. I mean, when you think about, when you think about the lineage, you know, you think certain people remind you of other people. When I look at Brock, it's like, well, sh- the first thing people would say is Brock doesn't remind you of anybody. He's the first. And I'm like, well, is he? Or does his tree kind of tree back to Dr. Death in some way?
2: I mean, I see how you tie him in. That's why I had you expand upon it. Because to me, I was thinking, what do you mean by collegiate wrestler? Because, I mean, if you think about it like that, well, you, you'd you say, well, Rotunda was collegiate. Steiner was collegiate. Um, you know, you got, you, we've had these other wrestlers. I, I don't... Not for me, but it's because I saw a lot of Doctor Death and nothing of Brock. Not I don't say nothing, but it just doesn't remind me. Wow. I mean, I guess like the if you if you if you just said well because he's got a back uh you know amateur background, I would say yeah. But I don't know. Doc was a badass though. I don't know. That's a tough one, Harper. What do you think?
4: I I, I could definitely see the comparison. Thanks, Harper. Yeah, I appreciate. Well, Mike's got to be a dick always. He's, he's got to shoot you down just because he knows you're right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, We're not okay. Lance. We're not. Uh, what's that mean?
4: We ain't no bitches.
2: Oh what? wow, uh, that's nice, uh, Harper. Come uh, on.
3: What? Can can? Well, yeah. I'm not a bitch either. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, I tell you what, let's go to the finish of this thing because I thought this was excellent. Uh, we got basically Tommy Rogers in here. God, Kevin Sullivan just stepped on him like it was nothing. We got Tommy Rogers in the ring. He's taking the heat. He's going to go for the hot tag. <laughs> Sullivan stomped him. And let's give a listen to how this all goes down at the end and who ends up winning. Here it is.
0: He's not got the leg grapevine, right and Rogers kicks out. Three times, they've had to count of two. He just can't put him away from the count. Sullivan trying to go for a suplex. Rogers blocked it. Rogers reverses it. Great counter-wrestling by Tommy Rogers, perhaps out of desperation. He still needs to make a tag, and he's in the wrong corner. A long way from his partner, Bobby Fuller. Got Fulton in there. Fulton's tagged in. Fulton sends Dr. Death for the ride. High elevation. Bobby Fulton's got to try to fight off Sullivan and Williams so Rogers can really get it. The cobwebs chuck loose. Right hand. Staggers Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Fulton with a side hitlock in a series of
1: right hand. 15.
0: Well, Fulton has been out for some- when he came back in, he had the power. That was a tremendous right hand. He landed right on the chin of Steve Williams in the corner now. He's got him in, in a position to really pound at him. He hit him with nine of his best punches. Williams came right out. He catches him with a clothesline and into the sleeper hole. He may put him out with this one. He lost his grip on him,
2: All right, Doc, your thoughts on the finish.
3: You know, the thing I really liked about this match was we often hear that the Fantastics were too small. But, man, Bobby Fulton was phenomenal. You could even say he was fantastic. (laughs) I mean, he was throwing right hands on Dr. Death and staggered Dr. Death. So kudos to Dr. Death for playing along. But... It didn't look goofy. It looked real. So, again, I thought the Fantastics were great working big and showing that they belonged with with Dr. Death in the ring. Agree?
2: I agree. I thought and this the was other, phenomenal. Well, and the
3: other thing here is so, but on the other side, you could hear, I can hear Fulton and I can hear Morton and I can hear all these old timers going, look. You can't do the same moves over and over and over. And that's the third loop press. And it was airtight, brother. You don't use other people's finishers. And there was the hot shot for the win. But those are minor deductions. This was a great match. Held my attention the whole way through. I purposefully didn't go back and look to see who won these matches. So I didn't know who won going in other than I have a feeling about the main event. So, I was thoroughly surprised, and new champs.
2: Harper, what'd you think?
4: Man, I love it when fucking Bobby's giving him those those punches in a corner, and fucking Dr. Dev gives him the inverted atomic drop, and Bobby's like, no, fuck you, bro, and he get, just pushes him into the corner and starts punching him some more.
3: Those are great right hands, too. Yeah.
2: Crowd, crowd was counting. Doc, mm-hmm. the only thing I'll say about the, the hot shot, I was fine with it because it wasn't like Dr. Death purposely did the hot shot. He was reacting to the move that Bobby did when Bobby tried to hit him with another Thez press. I got and it. And Dr. Death dropped him over the rope. and that, So, like, I got you with the Thez press because, yeah, they went to that well a bunch of times. But I thought the finish was still good. And, I mean. And
3: we're, we're talking minor deduction points here. Tenth of a point. You know, nothing. Nothing. Nothing that detracted from the overall experience.
2: Agree. Harper, anything else before we keep going?
3: No, we can can move.
2: So then we go back to Tony and Magnum. They talk about a few of the upcoming matches we'll see, and they make some predictions. We head down back to ringside with JR and Bob Cottle, and we go to the next match, which is the original Midnight Express, which is Paul Lee's Midnight Express versus Cornette's Midnight Express. Paulie's team heads to the ring first, uh, followed by Cornette's team, uh, Stan and Bobby, and they get in there and start slugging away before <laughs> Paulie's team eventually powders out. Uh, basically, Cornette's team is not waiting. I got a timestamp that I'm definitely... I've got a f- couple of timestamps on this one, but one of them for sure with Stan doing some dick dancing. Um, uh-huh. But... <laughs> but but uh let me throw it to you first doc about the opening of this thing or anything you got before we get to the point where stan's doing his uh yeah he's he's dancing
3: man paul e hat where do you find a tuxedo or a suit that's pe- pepto bismol color
2: i didn't think about that but that's true
3: Soul train fashions Soul train yeah. fashions
2: that's true speaking, speaking of, of pepto,
3: pepto is some nasty shit huh yeah uh, i, I don't,
2: mean
3: it gets i'd the rather almost time. I'd rather almost just sit there and be sick than
2: You'd you'd rather have the squirts?
3: Yeah. That's squirts you take a modium, you dumbass.
2: Uh I don't know about that. You can take Pepto for it too.
4: Yeah. But just... if you take too much, it it fucking makes your stomach bleed.
3: What?
2: Pepto. <laughs> don't don't question Hopper. He's very intelligent when it comes to things like this.
4: <laughs> that shit happened to it. me once, bro. It scared the shit out of me. Wow. What yeah. happened? I had food poisoning or something. I mean, I, I was fucked up. I was shitting every half an hour, and so I was take a Pepto. I was like, "Fuck, I'm not putting it in this cup. I'm just chugging it." Oh, yeah. I was just, I would take a swig here and there, and and.
3: and <laughs> That's how I take it too, by the way.
4: And, and then <laughs> I'm taking a shit, and it stinks, like. Like now you smell like a dead animal in your backyard, like a dead bird or something. That's what it smelled like. I was like, "Why does my shit stink this bad?" And I got up and I, I looked, and it was like the toilet was just like black shoe polish. It was just black, like it,
3: it, It'll make your it'll make it black back there, pal.
4: And it scared the shit out of me. I was like, "This has never happened to me before." I. Mm. And I Googled it. Of course, what was the first thing pops up. You got stomach cancer.
2: Of course. That's <laughs> why you then, don't go to WebMD and look at your symptoms there. Cause it'll yeah. tell you, you've got the worst known man worst disease known a man, something worse than COVID-19.
1: And you then got I, the, I, you,
4: you got the Rona. Yeah. And I went to my mom's house and I was telling her about it. She was like, how much of that Pepto-Bismol you, you, you've been taking? I was like a, a lot. She's like the, the, the aspirin too much of it uh, makes your stomach bleed. And the black is the it's the blood being uh, digested, yeah. And that's what and that's what that's what the black is. That's the fucking blood that was digested. And I was like, oh my god. And so I stopped taking Pepto, and it it the shit was fucking normal again.
2: Doc, thanks for asking about Paulie's Pepto Bismol colored uh, <laughs> suit. That way we can hear talk. Harper talk about the the night he was chugging. Pepto. There we go. Okay. Well,
3: they can't all be circle, circle, dot, dot.
2: <laughs> and we know no one was circle, circle, dot, dot, in harbor's anus that night after that, so there's uh, that. No. Um, uh, did
3: you notice that both teams were billed as being from the dark side? Yes, I heard that. Yeah. So, Sullivan's from Singapore, and these guys are from the dark side. We're not getting a l- any cartoony, are we? Maybe a little. Okay.
2: What do if you they think th- they do to monkeys in Malaysia? Go ahead, Hopper. Do
4: you think they got that from that TV show they used to come on? Tales from the Dark Side?
2: I wouldn't doubt it. Was that on at this time? Yeah. This is a TV company. Yeah. Ain't no telling, bro. I mean, if you're going to be real about it.
3: Let's be real uh, about it. Let's, possibly
2: let's be real. Was it on at this point? the Dogbad? Yeah. yeah. Possibly then. Uh anything's possible. All right. Let me play something right here. Uh yeah, let me just play it. You'll hear it and you'll know why I want to play it. Here it is.
0: I can never remember that he is really ready to fight and let the pieces fall where they may. I guess now we're going to get it started. It will be Dennis Condry and Sweet Stan Lane here at Starcade 88 in the Battle of the Express. The, the original. Ooh-hoo. Oh, well, there was Cornette.
2: Man, Corny went Louisville Slugger and swung for a left field on that one, man. That was a 500 footer. Oh, all right. Would you, Doc, thoughts?
3: He pasted him with that.
2: <laughs> uh, Harper, any thoughts yeah, on that fucking
4: one? Great corny's really shy for this. I mean, he did, he was on it. Yeah, dude.
2: He look at him, he's outside that ring and he <laughs> won't stop working. Man, look at him, little fat ass.
4: And that's fucking Bill after.
2: Yep, yeah. <laughs> look at corny, he's acting like a fairy, like, like he's a fruiter.
4: That's nice. You yeah, wow. can't, oh, what? Did, He's you call him a fruit?
2: He's acting fruity. I mean, what do you me to say?
4: Hey. What does that mean? What look is at him. <laughs> it means it means feminine. gay,
2: feminine, uh, feminine. Okay. He's acting okay. feminine. Yeah. He's
4: acting qu-
3: queer. What? Yeah. Hey,
2: that's in the t- look. That's he said fruit. in. The- <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. In
3: LGBT, what's the Q? What's the difference between the G and the Q? That's a good. I don't know. I think the queer is
4: more flamboyant, right? That's what that means. <laughs>
2: Bruh, we've had this discussion before, and none of us are qualified to answer that question.
3: What's what has that ever stopped us from talking about yeah. anything?
2: Well, I guess you got a point.
3: Carl Lyons, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aww. It's messed up, man. <laughs> Boy, bastard. All right.
2: We're going to keep going. He's uh, um, <laughs> he still dancing. Corny's still dancing. He wants, yeah, a, piece, he he wants a piece of Paul ball
3: around and, and he's throwing chairs. Corny was great outside the ring. And in your first clip there that you had, he, you could hear him yelling. I mean, he was managing his ass off in this. He
2: he really was. They had a Can really you take good match.
3: 41 30, where okay. JR has some not kind words to say about Bobby Eaton.
2: All right, I'm at 41:26. so here's play.
3: He's not going to give up.
0: He's got a great heart. Doesn't say a lot. And when he does, you usually can't understand him. He's a very quiet individual, as you say. He does his talking in the ring,
3: and he lets his wrestling.
2: Jr. just said Bobby doesn't say a lot, but when he does, you can't even understand him. Come on.
3: Come on. He can't help
4: it if he's from Alabama. Yeah.
2: Bobby really don't talk much so we've seen that over the years um, what else you got doc anything
3: uh, we should go to well of course it's the big show which means you, means you need a big wiggle how about 4428 for some real live dick dancing
2: okay so I'm going to go to 4350 because uh, I wanted to see some stuff right before that so, let me go to that, and then, 43.50, asshole, come on, what's wrong with you? All right, here we go.
0: And Dennis Condry is the man you want in to really execute the punishment. Condry's a veteran. He's not going to make any mistakes, and nobody knows Bobby even better than Dennis Connery. <laughs> Power slam, but he's already made the tag, remember that? Rose is legal. The rocket launcher, Bob. Oh, but
1: he missed it. to right out from under there just at the last second. but
0: he can take it now. again, 15 minutes. He can not match around. There is five minutes He makes a tag. Stan Lane is the legal man. Karate kicks. Using his right.
2: All right, I'm going to come back to it in a second. We, we got to get Stan's wiggle again. I need, Harper, I need your commentary on it. I need you to tell me what Stan's shaking it for.
1: Mm.
3: That was an extra wiggle. He put Dude. some fucking uh, salt on that shit. Well, he's seen the broads around ringside, and he's like, look, I got to get out of here before Rick gets out here. Yeah, he's got Marcus territory. Fired <laughs> up. He fired up at the end of the wiggle, uh-huh. too.
2: I think the irony of it all is, like, I laugh every time I hear Corny because he talks about uh, Kenny King doing the uh, dick dancing. <laughs> stand literally dick dancing in the ring every week. Here it comes. And
3: not, What's up, girl? That, <laughs> is, that is at somebody. I guarantee it. And not four years later, he's going to have a pelt on his head. A when pelt. it looks like
4: Paul, has got a pelt on his head. Doesn't that look so horrible? When? Right now.
2: Well, no, isn't it, I think it's just his cut, the way he's got that Yeah, stupid,
4: I know. It, it just looks so bad.
2: Yeah, I got you. No, I got you. Um, All right. Doc, can you any other with, thoughts before I, I was going to play yeah, the finish here?
3: Well, 44-55, the crowd pops for Corny.
2: Okay. So the, I'm going to pick back Which, up where we're at because this yeah. is the finish. So we got about a minute and a half right here. So here's the finish of it all. And I got a question for you, Doc, after we see the finish for you related to Smoky Mountain. I'll just say that and uh, we'll come back to it. But here we go. Here's the finish of Midnight versus Midnight.
0: well Lane is the legal man referee's tied up over here Dangerous, Dangerously just nailed there's Cornette he got a run the telephone 16 minutes 7-5, 16 there are 4 minutes remaining the time limit Cornette and Dangerously running outside here, wait a minute don't
2: Listen to the crowd. Talking
0: to the referee. Stan Lane signals his partner. Double goozle. They just nailed Rose with double goozle. One, two, three. And the Congress hit the record. Dangerously, Cornette are fighting. They've got the telephone.
2: All right, we can, uh, we can talk about what happens after after Cornette's Midnight Express win. Uh, I wanted to point out that punch to Corny to Paulie when Paulie goes flying is is great, man. Paulie just flops out. It's awesome. Uh, let me go to you, Harper, first. What are your thoughts on the finish?
4: Man, this is perfect. Whew. But the crowd is just eating all this shit up. And then when he picks up the phone, dude, I would have been screaming, ah! <laughs> He used the phone! <laughs> and the crowd is just responding to everything they're doing mm-hmm. at fucking top capacity
2: this is called when they're eating out of the palm of your hands
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ we went from having dead crowds to no crowds wrestling is fucked
2: this is this This, this finish was excellent A hop, anything else on the finish before I go to doc
4: I mean this was just so perfect it, well, you see, when this match first started, that the the, uh, the real Midnight started off hot. I'm thinking, fuck, they're gonna lose, right? That's what I was thinking. But no, I mean, they won, you know. But they, you know, they they got beat up at the end, right? But I thought I thought they were gonna lose. But I'm glad they won.
3: Fuck Paulie,
2: <laughs> Doc. Your thoughts on on match and the finish.
3: This was a great match. Again, just like the first one, I didn't know who was going to, I couldn't remember who won this one. So I was like, I'm I'm legitimately watching this with interest. The finish was great because it was screwy, but we had a, we had a pin. Uh, Conjury is not a very good, Not very good with the tennis racket. No.
2: (laughs) You don't know how to swing it.
3: The only thing I would have liked better about this, and I mean, we're talking about, again, look, I'm not, this was awesome, so don't get me wrong. I felt like the original Midnights should have busted Corny Open again.
4: That's what I thought they were going to do. They were in
3: all of this. With the phone and the tennis yeah. racket. They should have busted him open again to keep this thing rolling.
2: Uh, I was all right with him not getting busted I mean, I, open. Again, <laughs> we're
3: talking about minor deduction of points here. But when they had that racket and they had him two on one, Corny should have bled again on that white shirt.
2: All right. So I got a couple things. All right. Uh, then, one, pal. one, the first one. I'm replaying it for our Patreon members, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. When Corny comes in to to deal with Paul, who just hit Lane in the back of the Man, head. And he,
3: gra- he ex- over-exaggerated, grabbed him by the hair, then threw Look- that punt.
2: <laughs> Look, two things. Yes, that, and Paul Lee goes flying to take the bump. And then Corny's like, nah, bitch, I ain't done with you. Look how Corny goes and chases after him. He's died. <laughs> He's like, I'm Ray coming Corny, for more of that ass.
3: Corny earned his paycheck that night.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Doc, here's what I wanted to throw at you.
3: And that, and that right there is how much a good manager can add to things.
2: Agreed. Totally. Doc, here's what I want to ask you, because Harper didn't do this show with us. What does this finish remind you of from Smokey? Uh, I don't know. This is the Buddy Landell and Sean finish. Except it's a little different twist. What I mean by that is, if you remember, Corny came in and left his racket in the ring, but his racket didn't get used. And if you remember, Mark Curtis went to make the count on on when Buddy was pinning Sean and Mark Curtis stopped the count. Same thing some, that Teddy Long does right here.
3: Somebody needs to some enterprising young army member that wants to get bumped up from a private status needs to send that question in to the drive-through, and uh, see if he pinched the Super Bowl of Wrestling finish from the Stark '88 finish.
2: I bet you talked about it before, and, and we just don't remember. But this is exactly what happened. So Teddy Long stops, sees the phone. Mark Curtis stops, saw the racket. Mark you know Curtis then went to the crowd. Let me finish. Mark Curtis went to the crowd and was like, hey, what's going on here? And if you remember, Buddy was like, no, 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 no. I didn't do anything. No, I didn't do anything. Jimmy just, left the, Jimmy just left it in the ring. I didn't do anything. And when Buddy turned around, Michaels hit him with sweet chin music and got pinned. Same thing. Now, Rose is the heel here, but when he finally turns around, Stan and Bobby hit him with the finisher, and that's it. One, two, three, midnight win. I, I bet you that's where he got that finish from.
3: It's possible. Going- you know you know the move that um you know the move that I loved in that buddy and and Michaels match was when corny comes in the ring to hit Michaels and he kicked up you know yes and that was phenomenal
2: that was ridiculously good that that when he in kicks fact- up
3: we might have to do a watch along with Harper with, with that match. Yeah.
2: If we're going to do that, we need to do that and take her in Unibom. Yeah. Cuz both of those matches were like whoa. We'll put, the,
3: we'll put that in the queue for cuz we're we're planning to do some special things at the end of Smoky. We'll do some things like that, right?
2: Yeah, that's fine cuz we don't even have to do no prep, man. Just just queue it up and go. Yeah. And Hopper hadn't seen it before, so he'll, he'll 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 like that. And
3: it's and it's damn good, so it's worth watching for him.
2: Yeah. It's not six stars, it's just wrestling. It's good shit. You're not it's worried amazing. about giving it a star. It
3: is still amazing to see Shawn Michaels in a Knoxville, Tennessee, Smoky Mountain Rink, fighting Buddy Landale.
2: In that reaction Undertaker got when he came out. Oh my God. Craziness. All right. So any so closing my kid, thoughts so, on this? So my, oh go ahead.
3: well, hold on. My kid has found the wwe theme songs on his ipad so he was running through the backyard with the undertaker theme scaring his sister the other afternoon in the backyard it was funny and he knows he and my four-year-old daughter know all the words to randy orton's theme song i i hear voices in my head they talk to me yeah <laughs>
1: that's
3: nice. My fourth- my four year old daughter hates wrestling, but she knows that song. She was running <laughs> walking through the house singing it the other day. I was like, "I'm either doing something really right or really wrong, and I'm not sure which it is."
2: That's nice, Doc. What? Nothing. All right. Um, anything else? As we watch the Midnight Cornets Midnight get beat down, but eventually. Bobby Eaton makes a save and uh, Cornet's uh or a Midnight ends up running away. Uh, they kept this feud going. It's definitely not dead, even though Corny's Midnight win right here.
3: Thought it was a really, really good match. And to be honest, we're two for two here.
2: This is wrestling. <laughs> All right. So with that said, as you can see, this show is light on promos because we just got a lot of great wrestling and not really promos. But... We do have a promo we're gonna go to right here. Uh, If you remember, we had a winner between the Varsity Club and the Fantastics, so I'm gonna go to that right now, and uh, we'll see what uh, the Varsity Club have to say after their big win. Here we go. Here we go. I
0: I think the Russians. They're a big, rough, tough team. I gotta pick the Russians in that one. One thing that we can predict that we definitely have: new United States tag team champions, and uh, I think that. I think I understand that Magnum T.A. is standing yeah. by with the new United States champions. Let's go to him now in the locker room.
2: Guys, are really celebrating here. You know, Doc, Steve Dr. Williams, I got to say, you know, I don't like the company you're keeping, but I've got to say, honestly, I feel you made the difference. You made the difference in them winning this team, tag team championship. Well, tonight. boss
4: man, we've never met eye to eye in anything we've done in the years. But let me say one
0: thing. Mike, Kevin, the varsity club will always be at the top. Oklahoma, Syracuse, suspensions, probations, it don't matter.
1: We will
0: always stand ahead. You know, Magnum, you're an intellectual. You're right. We traded a moron. Michael and I traded a moron in on a genius. You see, we are the start of the franchise tonight. So far, we're one for one. I told you we win, and Michael is going to take that Rick Steiner (laughs) and Alex and we're going to run them out of the wrestling business. Right, Michael? Good
2: luck, Kevin. Steiner might as well forget
0: about it right now because I'm going to beat Steiner. you like that stupid dog that you Steiner. are, Steiner. Just like a stupid dog. You know how you kick him? Kick him I'm going to do that him. to you Get and show him. the whole world who the
2: better like wrestler dog. is, and that's me. Well, the varsity club certainly ain't lacking for confidence. Let's go back ringside for more action. You notice how at the beginning, Doc, there was no audio? Like, like Tony Schiavone always says, TV company, as Magnum's talking, you don't even hear audio. But we'll let that go. Uh, any thoughts on the promo, Doc?
3: Can you talk to us? What was their uh, Doctor Death and Magnum's relationship in Mid South? Because when when Doctor Death said, "Boss man, we've never seen eye to eye," I wondered if that was going back into Mid South even.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I mean, I could go go a little while on that, but um, you know, Magnum was God. He was. Just like you saw Babyface Magnum in '85 Crockett on all those shows we did, I mean, Magnum was kind of built like that in in mid South. Not the same way, but you know, Magnum spent a lot of time as a babyface while Doc was a was, was a heel. So I mean, that, that that was that was part of it there. And you know, they Ma, I don't like. I said we can we can get into this, and we're already an hour in. But um, yeah, they they haven't seen eye to eye. It's clear as day. I mean, so. Um, did anybody, the only thing did, is, I wonder how many. I wonder how many people like, kind of knew what the hell he's talking about. I don't know. No
3: one. No one. <laughs> now, um,
2: I won't so, say no one. There were people that no, did,
3: no, but no one. Um, absolutely not one person. Now, did anybody else snicker just a bit when Sullivan called Magnum T A an intellectual? Culper? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't, it, it, he went to
4: college, didn't he?
2: Doc, you got to throw us a lifeline. We don't know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah. I just... I just Magnum was a hell of a wrestler. I just don't see him as, you know... Being being smart. Right.
2: Look, wow. So you're calling him stupid. Well, that's nice, yeah. Doc. As you
3: always tell you know, you're me... you're a real
2: winner no, sometimes. No, no. You know that?
3: No, no, it's always what you tell me when you're like in your private moments you say man let me tell you wrestlers aren't the smartest guys i've ever hung out with
2: some of them are dumb <laughs> as a bag of rocks
3: that's nice Who? see see
2: Harper <laughs> knows what i'm talking about <laughs> oh. see,
3: let me tell this is here's the mike mills let me tell you something about wrestlers these guys are some of the easiest people to work that you'll ever meet <laughs>
2: I don't know about that, but wrestler some some of the guys are just gullible and easy to just pull ribs on. Like to to say they're so smart to everything being a work, they can't smell when something's being worked right under their nose. Especially when you tell me the NFL's a work. Oh they hate that.
3: Yeah. What well, you mean? It, who's the guy who said that is that guy still alive that said that uh the nfl
2: scripted oh the, the chicago bear guy
3: yeah i thought maybe uncle Raj sent him a, a coronavirus care package in the mail
2: that shit was funny benny cunningham was his name evidently he wasn't too good of a running back from what i understand from uh, a few of our he was listeners fine. it
3: was it was scripted that way
2: he was <laughs> he broke kayfabe i was like bro come on <laughs>
3: He was, the really Pablo, nice. he was the Pablo Crenshaw and Bill Tab of the NFL.
2: Wow, it's hey, nice. According to Skandar Akbar, all the stories he used to tell when he was on the road with people like Rod Price and James Beard and everyone, everything's a work. The, the football's a work. And Akbar would even call certain teams baby faces and heels. That came from Akbar. Oh, they're working, brother. It's all a work. All right, <clears throat> so we'll keep going. Doc, we got this next match. Harper, we got this next match. We got my childhood favorite, Junkyard Dog, Ivan Kolov versus Russian Assassin 1 and 2, Paul Jones at ringside. The Russians are wearing yellow masks with red trim and red tights with yellow trim. You yeah. know, I know JYD is a shell of himself here, but he got a nice pop when he announced his name. Other he, than that, he, they, go ahead. They
4: fucking, they responded to him, but then once the match started, it's like, ah. Uh.
2: There's nothing, this, this feud, if you even want to call it that, is a holdover from the powers of pain leaving. Yeah. And then, so they bring in the Russian assassins, and then they start feuding with Ivan, and then we get Nikita, but Nikita leaves because his poor wife is ill. So we bring in JYD.
4: All because the powers of pain left. Ugh. Ugh. Mm.
2: that's my yeah. thoughts on this match it is the worst match on the gear. card
4: they got new gear for this event
2: sure we're gonna jazz the, it up we're gonna look good
4: with the bear on the front maybe they're from Chicago
2: <sighs> by the way Hopper uh-huh. I was watching some stuff in 89 Paul Jones ain't going nowhere yet
4: God damn, yeah no I so saw him win I'm like fuck
2: <laughs> it's not just that he ain't going nowhere. Um, Doc, you got any thoughts on this?
3: This is awful. That's nice. <laughs> this is vomit <laughs> inducing. This is giving me
1: Come this on, is giving bro. Me, grow up.
3: This is giving me the runs. I'm gonna have to start sipping on some Pepto here in a minute. This okay, should so. have been the opening match. Well, but they don't want they Hell wanted to no. start. A, no, they wanted to start hot, and this was not it. This is. This should have been right before Rick's match. Now. Yeah. Ivan is 46 here. Yeah. He looks good. His fat ass partner, on the other hand. Come is, on. Is it, it's 23. It's, it's 23. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he, he's 73 because black don't crack. No. That's fucked up. <laughs> is that true, Mike?
4: fucking what? loser. Okay. Thoughts and prayers, dog.
3: Thoughts and prayers. So, JYD is a very fat 36 years old.
2: Dude, he looks like he's 46.
3: Mm-hmm. He's
2: yeah, got a little dude. ball spot coming in the back of his head, too. Hmm. I mean, why
4: would he let himself get so bad? Especially during the steroid age when everybody was when that shit was just so fucking
3: accessible and everybody he, was juicing cause he liked twinkies and eight balls more than he liked diana ball
2: bro drugs drugs will mess you up
3: how do you know you never did any
2: uh, cause I look at jyd and I see what it did to him
3: right he gets down and does a headbutt I thought you know shit there must have been a line on the mat
2: <laughs> you think that's funny don't you Yeah.
3: That's fucked up. (laughs) Here's the real fucked up thing is that somewhere in the dark match they had a battle royal and JYD won that too. That's what I was wondering if there was a a dark match. So he won a battle royal. He worked twice. I was like, man, he must have went to the Denny's in Norfolk after the match and ate half the menu.
2: They did it at the end, Doc. They did it after the main why? Well, really? you'll see. Yeah, you'll see when we do part 2. They they are announcing the bunkhouse that's taking place.
1: That's stupid.
2: <laughs> I'm just telling you, Ric Flair. I don't know why they did put, that. Put it this way, Ric Flair is giving a promo at the very end of the card.
3: What is Paul Jones wearing out there by the way? I don't know. He looks I think like no. supposed to be like a like a track jacket like what a, He looks a like some, be wearing. He looks like some crooked kid touching Fucking w- women's gymnastics. Exactly. That, yeah. That's
2: what. Yeah, that's what I thought. He. Yeah. He looks like the Russian gymnastics. Uh, was
3: that guy's name? Karoli or whatever. That was the. the yeah, didn't like Mary Lou rat and shit. Yeah, didn't he do some stuff that he shouldn't have done?
2: No, I don't think he did, but I don't know.
3: And you can't let anybody around kids, man. That's the truth.
2: You really can't. Why does everybody want to
3: do bad things to
4: children? Because yeah.
2: they're assholes.
4: Like in that Different Strokes fucking uh, episode when a guy owned the fucking little, the fucking model train shop and he wanted to fucking touch them Remember that one?
2: No, but that no. doesn't surprise me. That's back when they back when they used to tell us uh, Stranger Danger, I think that was the saying. <laughs> and, and run. Anyway. Okay, Do look. I'm just gonna say at the Russian Assassins win, I, I got nothing else from this doc. Do you have anything?
3: This match was garbage.
2: Worst <laughs> match. And let me and hard. let me tell
3: you something else. That that crawling headbutt is garbage too. But he's got a hard head.
2: Yeah, he sure does.
3: A soft belly. Oh.
2: <clears throat> Well, let's move on from the worst match on the card to one of the better matches on the card. And that's saying a lot considering we've watched the Varsity Club versus the Fantastics and the two Midnights do battle in some excellent matches. We go to Rick Steiner versus Mike Rotunda. we got another title on the line. This time it's the NWA World Television title. And Sullivan uh, is going to be high above the ring in the cage. And let me tell you something about this match before I throw it to you, pals. These fans... They love this, and they were ready for this, and this is a testament to how this story was built. Steiner, through the mistreatment and having outstanding charisma, he's just a lovable baby face. These people were ready to see Rick Steiner whoop Rotunda's ass. I mean, they're going nuts. They're barking. They're using the R word, chanting against Rotunda. That's My nice. notes What's said, the R word? This is wrestling. Doc, I got a time, I got a couple of timestamps. I'm going to play from it, but I want to throw it to you uh, because my timestamps are near the end of it. Uh, What do you have from this before we uh, get to, you know, before I go to the timestamps?
3: Well, once again, we have a personal issue that we're going to settle here. So everybody's leaning forward in their chair, right? Yeah. Yep. Funny how that works. Um, Have the varsity club become the new four horsemen? What they got? They got belts, dude.
2: They're just a different faction. They're not the new Jesus Four Horsemen. Christ. We're having discussion. What is with you tonight, making comparisons to people? Well, Doctor Death was the was Brock. The Farsity Club to, is the I'm new Four Horsemen. Have, well, You're just trying to get my well, inbox full of bullshit, telling say t- t- tell Doc he's crazy. Don't yeah. send me that if you feel that way, because I know he's nuts. Proceed.
3: You know whose inbox isn't full. It's all those other review shows where it's all dry and shit, drier than grandma's <laughs> pussy, where y'all just go through the matches. I'm <sighs> trying to, it, you know, you know, we try to in, bring about an environment where it's like just a bunch of dudes sitting around watching wrestling. That's what I'm saying.
2: The ribs on me. Stephen the ribs Divorce, always on you. You're a, that's your crank, a, a crank you're off moment of the rib.
3: week. Give me 101.55. God, now look at that. At, look at that hair.
2: Wait, wait, you saw that guy's
4: jacket? It says uh, Jim Crockett Wrestling on the back. Right. Yeah, but look at Teddy Long's hair. Go. Look at that fucking. Oh. thing. Remember those those fucking computers? is oh. dot matrix he... bullshit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the on, new the, TV com, champ.
4: on a fucking Commodore sixty four type shit. There. That's yep.
2: exactly what that is. Okay, Teddy Long's hair. Well, we see why he shaved his head. Doc, is that what you're trying and to get? It's
4: at? Gross. And it's so wet. Yeah. Dude,
2: he's got that soul. He's got that soul glow. <laughs> he, got, he got that soul glow in it from um coming to America in his hair right there. You
1: got that soul.
2: Uh, smooth disgusting. up in you <laughs> Teddy. Teddy was looking for some smooth up in you at the end of the night, man.
4: I was trying to get Jay Spade to do that. Jesus Christ! I was like, bro. I was like. Dude. You gotta change your look, dude. I-, I said I said, go with the Walter Payton look. No one looks like that anymore.
2: <laughs> what so- did but- Jay
4: He's like, I ain't putting no Jerry S- S- soul so glow
3: in my fucking hair <laughs> He said he said, Who's Walter Payton?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jay Spade got his lunch eaten on that WWL TV spot that day. Cause he was popping when you were messing with him. <laughs> when you said, when Sheba Turk asked Jay Spade on TV, "Who's your toughest <laughs> opponent?" and Harper Life. goes, "Life." <laughs> Jay, Jay Spade, popped because he couldn't contain himself. You know, yeah, <laughs> but the
3: problem is, is that back in the in the in the real days of professional wrestling, Harper would have got fired for showing up to champ on live
1: TV. <laughs>
2: He wouldn't have been sitting next to the champ because he's a heel. No. But I thought that was great. Okay. Um, that's nice, Doc, talking about Teddy's hair Man, and I, the grease but in my it. My
3: note here, after they load him in the cage and we see Teddy's hair is, my exact note was, I'm looking forward to this. Steiner yeah. is fucking over, and these guys are about to get it on.
2: This is wrestling.
3: That's right. And that, that's exactly right. So big fight feel. With matches with personal issues, and we're here after months of story building to 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 try to settle these things. Where the fuck do I sign up?
2: Let me let me tell you something else too. And and hold on,
3: well hold on. Let me let me expound upon that for a second because you and I had that kind of half facetious conversation where it was, "Man, we don't really like wrestling. We just like shit talking." That's not exactly true. And so for the normal Saturday night, the shit talking is necessary, but I love these starcades and big events where the shit talking ends with something
2: real quick on them, that.
3: You need them I'm gl- both.
2: I'm glad you said that. We like the shit talking over the course of a couple of months, but after you do the shit talking, you got to have a big match like we have here with Steiner and Rotunda. There's been a lot of shit talking. There's been a lot of shenanigans. There's been a lot of that going on and we've had the, the matches in the studio where ain't nothing happened. But through all that shit talking, we built up personal issues. We saw Steiner get mistreated, and that's making us want to really see this match. So that's that's the thing about yeah, we like the shit talking, but we but the the maximum shit talking also leads to the big climax matches which we're having here. One other thing, and I won't throw it to Harper for his thoughts. They didn't do anything fancy. Lots Hello. of amateur wrestling, basic stuff, crossbody suplexes, like your. Basic wrestling stuff. And this crowd was going nuts throughout. Hopper, mm. your thoughts.
4: Yeah, uh, Steiner gets a uh, a fucking hammer lock and they fucking pop.
2: It's incredible. It keeps freezing on me, y'all. That's not me doing that. It's, Man, it's let me tell you something
3: all. else. Steiner hit, must have been in the gym and on some cycles because he is jacked coming into this thing.
2: Yeah, he 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 looks he looks good, bro. He he looks and, good.
3: And I was so again. Not only, not only did they not like you said it was really, you know, basic. It was also a lot slower than I expected because I expected them to, you know, standard a bum rush him after all this. But all of that didn't matter. So it's not that we don't like wrestling. I just prefer wrestling that means something.
2: It it meant something because of the story they told before they got to this point. That that that's 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 basically what it boiled down to. And, and I will
3: tell you this, and, and I know there's a lot of controversy about this, but God bless those current wrestlers who are trying to put on matches in empty arenas on live television in a multi-million dollar billion dollar industry cuz the crowd means so much
2: well i mean wrestling was booked for a crowd that's the that's and, the and, thing that and, kills and me so about yeah it.
3: there's there's nobody to work i mean even my 7 year old goes why are they looking out to the crowd and i can't you know cuz they're used to them being there
2: Y'all see my screen right now?
3: Yeah, something went yeah, wrong. That's what happened to me. I kept trying to watch this. Starcade is canceled.
2: <laughs> oh ben, boy! Vince
3: decided. Vince decided that Starcade was too over. We're gonna rewrite this shit.
2: That's nice, Doc. Ultimate yeah, Warrior
3: runs out and clotheslines <laughs> everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: So, so the thing of it is, is man. As you guys said, it Hammerlot crowd was into it. I mean, they weren't there to get themselves over. The crowd was there to see the action and to respond to the action, not get themselves over. But I don't know how these fools today are trying to pull this off in an empty arena.
2: But the thing that got me was like just little stuff. I mean, they're doing this amateur... Wrestling and the crowd is just popping. Steiner could bark one time, do do that old Steiner bark he would did, yeah. and the crowd's barking.
3: Can it, you look up one eleven fifty?
2: Yeah, if it lets me go to it and doesn't freeze because it keeps freezing. Um, what am I? Am I listening for something or am I? No, you you're watching? looking
3: at this little shithead in the crowd. All- That's nice,
2: Doc. Come on. All right, 111.46 right now. Let's see what we got here, if it doesn't freeze up. We'll oh, I, I knew you were going to do that. You're going that's to hell. Nice. You're going to hell, asshole. You're going to hell. Why? W- w- why, Doc?
4: With his Coke bottle fucking glasses.
2: Okay, let's so, make fun of a little kid now, because you two are just yeah, so mature. That's
4: what? I didn't say anything. I'm just saying he's got Coke bottle glasses. Go ahead, I'm Doc.
2: Be the asshole of the three of us. Let's see. Let's hear it. Because you, you wrote this damn time stamp. I knew this kid was on, was going to show up. You wrote this time stamp down just to laugh at this poor kid.
3: No, I'm not mad at the kid. I'm mad at his parents. For what? Dude.
2: He can't see Dude. without those glasses. Bullshit.
3: Those <laughs> those are those are. They took those off of his grandma when she died so they wouldn't have to buy him some real glasses. That's fucked up. This kid is getting made fun of down at the school because, man, can we get this kid some LASIK or something?
2: It's 1988,
3: They didn't have that back then. But you know, how old is that kid? How old is that little boy? Like 10, maybe? You know that by the time he was 15, there were no girls talking to him.
2: You don't know that.
3: I, I, mean, bet you, I bet you! I he could have whooped everybody in that arena's ass at some chess, though. In <laughs> fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Yep,
2: dude. Dungeon I'm the green Bru- Let me ask y'all this: When I was in college in the dorm room, there was <laughs> these God. nerds. There was <laughs> these nerds. They would sit downstairs in a little common area playing that Dungeons and Dragons card game back in the day. Magic. D- was that what it was? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Doc, did Doc, well, you didn't live on campus. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. One, did, For one were, year. You, were, you, were you playing magic or were you laughing at the kids playing magic?
3: I was laughing. The, the thing I would do the year I lived in the dorms, <laughs> we would play like cards and stuff, like hearts and spades and poker and shit like that.
1: <laughs> bro we used to go no, downstairs i
3: ain't I doing no plus one for a jewel encrusted chalice or an extra plus three sword yeah that's fucking but fuck that
2: we would be downstairs watching like college football like on a on a saturday on espn because i mean you know you didn't have cable in your, your room or whatever most people didn't in, in I, I i did Okay, well, okay, well, you're you're special. Actually, I, I did I did for a semester, but after that, I didn't. But anyway, long story. Dude, so you down there,
3: dude? Back then, back then, cable was legit twenty nine ninety nine a month.
2: That's great. I didn't want to spend twenty nine ninety nine on it. Kiss my ass. Listen to my story, and I ain't trying to knock anybody that played magic because I ain't never played it. But man, we'd be down there watching football, and the I don't want to say geeks, nerds, but the dudes who would play magic. They would be into that shit. Like, Doc, it would be me and you watching the Cowboys and Saints. That's their like, Super
3: Bowl. all nighter. That all
2: emotional too. investment into it.
3: All-nighters. And I was
2: turning around like, I'd be like, bro, what? Bruh. Yo, that's Every- serious about that? I mean, they would be ready hey, to hey. fight.
3: Everybody's a mark for something. I- I you can you tell know you what? You that's... got a point.
2: Got... You got a point.
4: It was like when I was still working before I got furloughed, like right when people were going crazy, Buying a bottle of toilet paper and a bottle of water and shit. I'm in Walmart. And there's a line of people with the baskets full of water and the toilet paper. There's this one fucking nerdy guy, bro. And he goes up to where they got the baseball cards and all. He buys. he He, he gets a packet of Magic cards. Apparently, it's still a thing. And he sits in line with the rest of these fucking nuts. With toilet paper <laughs> and water. Just to buy that one pack of fucking magic cards. Good for him.
2: For real.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something about the toilet paper. If you got a, if you got a shower, just take a shit. Hell, you could even do it in the shower if you're ready to smash it down the drain.
2: Like T Rex. Yeah,
3: Andre. And then just get in the stream of water guys. Just get, get in the stream of water And spread your butt cheeks yeah. <laughs> You don't need toilet paper
2: Bruh if you get one of those Removable shower heads You can just kind of like Make a bidet out of it too And just That's, shoot the stream of water go. Up your asshole You could do that too I mean you your don't booty need hole Would be nice and Nice and clean bruh
4: It's still a, a thing bruh For the toilet paper <laughs> Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, wait. It's still a thing. I want to get back to magic. Hopper, he right. was waiting in line to buy that one pack of magic cards.
4: One pack of magic cards, bro. He goes by the cards. He buys it. He he, he gets that, and he just gets in line.
2: <laughs> Hopper, What did he look like? I gotta yeah, hear can this. You just,
3: what did can you? you he describe- looked like, and he was <laughs> no,
2: too old for that
3: shit too. No, hold, he was probably hold what, on. like he was probably like what nineteen or twenty, and no, having- bro, he was in.
4: He, he was. In his, Mid to late (laughs) twenties.
3: And he had terrible hair, huh? He had terrible hair and he he had glasses. He was the gimmick. Was he was he dressed like it was like fall outside even though it's hot? He was wearing some fucking graphic tee of
4: Deadpool or some shit and you know, like the ones you get at Walmart, just some fucking
3: goof. What about socks socks with sandals? I don't remember. Or house shoes out in public house shoes
4: <laughs> what's that mike
2: nothing uh <laughs> i don't want to hurt it i'm like i'm not trying to come down on the magic gathering or whatever it was called people but man them dudes used to work themselves into it was on shoot.
4: the spn back in
2: the day like, like <laughs> no. in
4: Bruh, at, at back in the day you would go put on, like, ESPN at, like, 2, 3 in the morning. They had, like, magic card
3: competitions. Was it right before Global cable? <laughs>
2: Dude, ESPN used to show all kind of crazy stuff if you want yeah. to go down that route. Oh, they yeah. They had everything on TV.
3: I'm just saying, did the Magic the Gathering people think we're just as crazy as we think they are.
2: <laughs> That's true. You know, Doc, you know what? You know, as we're talking about, look, because I'm not trying to make fun of the Magic uh, the magic Gathering people. But you know how at work we've talked about before how if we really just broke kayfabe and started telling our bookers that we're like these old school hardcore wrestling fans, they would look at us like, what the piss is wrong with you assholes? Oh, yeah. So we get it when we say it's basically the same thing. But because... Uh, Doc and I always joke about you know, imagine some of the things your co-workers, everybody out there, imagine some of the things your co-workers go home and do. and yeah, that's, mm-hmm. and And the Real. thing about it is you know, you you kind of leave them alone. You don't really mess with them about whatever stupid TV shows they watch or whatever. But if you if and they'll even talk about their little dumb TV shows they watch or their little freaking pastimes or hobbies look, they bro, have.
3: Look, look, bro. I don't care what happened on Friends. I don't care what happened on Seinfeld. Right. I don't care what happened on Frasier.
2: My point is, but they if go, you they say go, that
3: you watch Monday Night Raw, you're gonna get you're gonna get gang banged with all kinds of comments
2: it's gonna be like the set of what's that uh first take it when with all the black athletes around and the, the white lady moderator you're about to get yeah. <laughs> teamed up on but no seriously I, we we talk about it all the time like if, like they'll talk about all these things they love and do and blah 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 we like this and we watch this and me and my spouse do this and that the minute, if I ever opened my mouth and said, you know what I went home and did last night? I went and watched Starcade 1988, WCW, NWA. They would look at me like I was an alien that just landed had four fucking heads.
3: They'd call HR on your ass. They would
2: call HR and be like, what in the hell is wrong with this boy?
3: We need to get him out of here and get him drug tested first.
2: Get him out of here. Hey, drunk. Something's wrong with him. Get your ass out of here, boy. We don't deal with your kind in this territory like that.
3: Have you noticed how sweaty of a guy Rotunda is? Yeah, he he starts sweating during this match.
2: Let's get back to the match and get ready to close this episode out. This (laughs) was 20 stars, if you can give it that. Excellent stuff. I got some timestamps, but Doc, I wanted to see if you got anything else before I go to it.
3: Could you give me 113.53?
2: One thirteen fifty three. All right, we're at four thirteen forty five. Steiner line, dude. He That's went out. A,
3: he went out hard and at full speed.
2: He took a hell of a spill. Whoa,
3: that was that looked rough. good.
2: That, that looked, looked good,
3: phenomenal. huh? Phenomenal. Run that back one more time. That looked, I man, that looked great.
1: Throws
2: him <clears> off. <throat> oh, he's got yeah. Rotunda in a headlock. Rotunda shoots him just... off. Clothesline. Steiner jumps over after the drop down. Rotunda throws him out the Oh, he took a hard spill. That looked good, Harper.
3: Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. Everything they did looked like a struggle, though. Even the headlock a little bit <clears throat> before that it looked like they were really trying to gain an advantage.
2: All right, so let me let me go to this. Rotunda has Steiner in a headlock, and watch how they work this. This is a very nice hope spot, Harper. This is this is great. As Steiner fights out of it, but then Rotunda gets back on the offense.
0: Coming back, Well, Mike Rotunda, yeah, has, as you mentioned, Bob, has held this television championship for almost one year. And you got to go back and really research the NWA record books to find another television champion that that has held a title or the TV title for that length of time. That's a great credit to Mike Rotunda.
3: We're talking about him
0: defending it during the Great American Bash all over the country. He's been a great champion. He's taken on on all comers, all challengers. And not only that, in one stretch, he put up an extra $10,000 for anybody that would take
2: I thought that looked great, Harper. <laughs> Dude, yeah, what do you think?
4: that was a nice clothesline.
2: It was just cool how he fought out of the headlock, and he's about to make the comeback, but then, nope, shut it down. Heel shuts it down. Just good stuff. Uh, Doc, you got any more timestamps before I go to my last one, which is the finish of the match that I'll play?
3: I need 119.38.
2: Okay, so you got the same one as me. That's so a stunner, I'm gonna...
3: That is a stunner line, pal.
2: So we're going to pick back up right here. We're about to get into the finish of this thing. Um, I'm at 119.30, and uh, it's, it's about a three-minute clip. Here it is, but this is the finish. This is some good stuff. If you're watching on Patreon, you'll see a beautiful backdrop, but overall good stuff. Here it is. He
0: needs inside cradle there. Near fall, a two count. The cage was Lord and Sullivan is out of the cage and now up on the apron of the ring. I guess the keeper of the cage thought the match was over yep. too. A lot, of, a lot of confusion right here. And he's calling, he said, the called, bell. He said, wrestle. He said, to start it over. Hey, hey. Sullivan.
2: Michael, to to it. So Sullivan to Look at that. That crowd went nuts when he won. Hopper?
4: All for of the TV title.
2: Did you hear them? Yeah. They, let, let's listen to it one more time. This is the pinfall. Listen to them erupt when Steiner wins. <laughs> That's what over sounds like, Harper. Any thoughts on the finish?
4: It's. it's, They love some fucking Rick Steiner.
2: Holy crap, do they?
4: I mean, how how can't you not root for a, you know, a special guy?
2: What? I mean, I think that's part of it. Yeah. He is a little off. I wouldn't well, use the term well, so were so you. Well, if you want to call me special, then that's on you. I mean, I ain't gonna take yeah. offense to it. Doc, your thoughts on this?
3: Phenomenal, goofy a little bit, but the crowd loved it, and that's the, what matters. Um, <sighs> these guys had a struggle; they had a fight. They worked for the advantage. There was no flips and flying and bullshit. They were beating the crap out of each other.
2: I don't even think it was goofy. I mean, the reaction when he wins is incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's like he won
2: the world title. I mean, I know it's a world TV title, but still.
3: uh, As we say it, the crowd's engaged. How are you fucking this up?
2: <sighs> ah, <laughs> this is some good stuff, man.
3: See, WCW should have come in and cleaned up the bad business that Crockett was doing, and instead they are like, we want to be like the WWF and became cartoony.
2: So, if you're on our Patreon page, tinyurl.com/slash Patreon BTT and watching us there. Doc, I just want you to watch this. Hopper, watch this. Because he no, runs around the ring, man. No, no sound. Look at the crowd when they go to the wide shot when he wins. Just look at the people. Look at that. They're going hey, look nuts. At that.
3: This is late 88, pal.
4: It's like they kicked open a, a fucking amp hole. Oh.
2: It's, it's like their favorite team just won the NBA title or, or NFL or the Super Bowl. It's... It's incredible. I mean these pe those people are going nuts for this win. It everybody's clapping.
3: Everybody, everybody is everybody
4: has <sighs> a genuine emotional reaction.
2: Boy, no kidding. No kidding. And that is how part one of Starcade ends for us tonight. Um Doc, any thoughts on this? I, I don't I don't I'm at a loss for words. This is how great this was between these two.
3: Really good stuff, man. Four matches tonight as we wrap this up. Three of them were top shelf. This is wrestling kind of stuff.
2: And let's tease it. Next week, we got Bam Bam Bigelow versus Barry Windham. We got Dusty and Sting versus the Road Warriors. Luger and Flair for the World Heavyweight title. Let me tell you, next week is good, too. Oh, Yeah next week is good this is this is wrestling this is why we do this because of that finish right there is a perfect example
1: yeah
3: um, man this was fun And i sat and watched this stuff and was like this is entertaining as all fucking hell sure
2: is uh so doc and harper what we've done in previous years we saved the rating till we did part two
3: yeah I, I think I mean, we should rate this one, though. I mean, we need to do something a little bit different. We need to give a little bit more to people. Uh, I mean, we're in hard times. Okay. Let's let's, let's what, what we'll do is well, let's let's just let's call it the ring here. Let's let's do a, a a first half rating. we'll do a second half rating, and then we'll rate the whole thing.
2: All right. Well, first half rating. Um, you go first, then. Okay, we no really. i
3: Well. The, the real deduction here will come because of your hero in, in that match and the nope. assa- Russian assassins. Those three conspired to keep this thing. Uh, they seized the means of production <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, goddamn commies. And uh, I'm going to say an A.
2: <laughs> okay, Karl Marx. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it an A too. I'm going to give it an A as well. What are you giving it? Hopper. It's
3: gotta
4: be
2: an A. Yeah, I don't see how you do anything less than an A. This is great stuff. I, I this mean, is good shit, with, pal. With, with, I mean, with the
4: even with the Russian assassins, kind of just uh, they kept you know, it short. Yeah, I mean, I almost fast forward to that because I'm like, fuck, but but I was like, no, I'm gonna I watch thought, the whole thing. I thought about that too,
3: but I didn't.
4: But I didn't because I didn't want to piss off Mike, and he's. And he's yeah, go was black
3: on me.
2: There was no emotional investment in that match.
3: Well, and, but they kept it till under seven minutes, and so that's okay. Who yeah. gets. This is a hard one. Who gets the first half Rolex?
2: It ain't hard for me.
3: The, the
4: midnight?
2: I'm giving it to Steiner. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm, they're. I'm not saying there's not worthy contenders. I'm not trying to knock the Midnight. But that reaction Steiner got? Yeah. Steiner getting it from me. Uh, Who wants to go next?
4: I'm giving it to the the fucking Midnight because they're shining as fucking baby faces. I'll give Steiner a, a tag. Good point. Or he gets a Citizen's Watch or a Fossil.
2: Because he did good, too. A fossil. Okay. Uh, Doc, who are you giving yours to?
3: Man, you can't go wrong with either of y'all's choices. I'm going in a slightly different direction. There's another wrong with giving given it to them, and there's a lot of contenders here. Uh, I'm going to give it to Corny. I thought he worked his ass off.
2: I mean, there's there's no wrong. <laughs> I
3: don't... And I really, really debated... Between him or Steiner.
2: I, I I mean, there's no wrong answer. The only wrong answer would be that anybody involved in a JYD match.
3: Well, the wrong answer would be somebody saying, "Why is this good?"
2: Well, come on, that's a, you just people. Idiots would say things like that. This is wrestling. I mean,
4: if he wise would fucking like this.
3: No.
2: Well, no. That, let's not get carried away. No. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get carried away. It's not kicked out.
3: That's nice. She's not even liking the dark side of the rain this season, and she liked the first season.
2: Thoughts and prayers, dog.
3: I think this virus has her all messed up in the head, but you know.
2: You did say she's salty because of the virus and being stuck home all day and the kids and all that.
3: Fuck yeah, dude. I get to escape back to the office, the bedroom, and work, and she's out there with them kids all day. Yeah, she's on the front line.
2: She's on the front line because she's off work.
3: <laughs> so.
4: and they're like, you're the guy that's that's in the fucking command center at the fucking military base just like answering phone calls and she's on the front fucking
3: storming the beaches of Normandy. And then I walk out and I go, okay, I'm going to hop on the treadmill for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I start drinking. <laughs>
2: Dude, she was... Now- she was hot at him about our live stream where we went three hours. Yeah,
3: I hope y'all enjoyed that. I hope y'all enjoyed that live stream because I got a lot of shit because we went forever. It was like three hours. Yeah, she goes, look. <laughs> she goes, look. This is your hobby, and you <laughs> recorded Smoky Mountain in the morning and that damn thing in the evening. That was five hours of recording that day. Straighten Dude, up.
2: We. I said that we went for a long time that day. Morning, two hours, night, three and a half. Said, do you know
3: how many suicides that we're preventing just by hitting the record button?
2: Yeah, let me tell you, But you know what? You got one that you can tell her. You know how she she would go to the, to the and this ain't happening now, but she would go to Nails. the beauty salon for how many? How long?
3: The nail salon's a two-hour gimmick.
2: Okay, how long is the hair salon?
3: couple of hours. There
2: yeah. you go.
4: This is you getting your hair done. Yeah. Will you shave your head, huh?
3: Not yet. No. I'm still toying with the concept. Man, I'd look terrible with a shaved head.
2: Well, That's you what look I like Baron Corbin. About. Baron Corbin 2.0, except just a little shorter.
3: I don't look like him.
2: Okay. Uh, So let's recap this. We all gave it an A. I gave my Rolex to Steiner. You gave yours to Corny, Doc. And, Harper, you gave yours to the uh cor- to the Midnight. Cornet's Midnight, right? Yes.
3: What an all awesome right. night. Yeah, this is good shit. And man. we're only halfway done.
2: Awesome night. Phenomenal night as we sit here and watch the uh, opening of Bigelow and Wyndham, which is another good one, but you'll get that next week. So uh Doc, anything before we get out of here? This is a this is a fun little show we did.
3: Well, I don't want to get in any more trouble, so we better go ahead and wrap this thing on up.
2: I totally agree with you right there. So all right. Halper, anything from you? Anything you gotta plug? Anything uh anything going on? Uh when's our next no. live stream? Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing. You hang, you hang in there, man. I know it's kinda getting tough at home, uh, cranking I one guess. off a few times a week, man, but uh I'm getting
4: paid to sit on my ass.
2: Well, that's true too, and that's a good thing. I guess. Hang in I there. F-
4: I feel like I'm taking advantage of of, of the system.
2: And as we get out of here, Harper will always be a good Christian boy, a Catholic I'm boy a from Metallica.
4: I'm a good Christian. That could be anything. Okay, that's I'm like so, my fan probably. I'm not some fat
2: virgin fuck watching mm-hmm. AEW.
3: Jesus.
2: <laughs> maybe you, maybe uh,
3: let's let's get him out of this hole that he's in there, Mike. I, fuck, I like my hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're down there in the hole, why don't you hit the tagline and get us out of here? Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>